Welcome to the Strategy and Leadership Podcast, the podcast that brings you practical advice, lessons, and stories from senior leaders and thought leaders from around the world. The Strategy and Leadership Podcast is brought to you by SME Strategy, working with organizations around the world to create and implement their strategic plans. To learn more, visit smestrategy.net. And now, your host, Anthony Taylor. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, folks and people to this episode of the Strategy and Leadership Podcast. My name is Anthony Taylor, the managing partner at SME Strategy. We facilitate strategic planning sessions. We help teams implement their strategic plans, and we're always looking for new ways, tools, and expertise to help our clients and friends accomplish their goals. And so today, I'm very excited to speak to Darren Dawson, who is the co-founder and president of BombBomb.com. Darren, what's happening today? How's it going, Anthony? Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate that. Oh, I'm excited. I'm so excited to hear. I mean, we chatted in our in our pre-roll kind of thing about what you've learned as a CEO over the past little while, like growing and, and building your company. But for those that might not know you by name, tell everybody who you are, what you do, what gets you up in the morning. Yeah. So I'm the co-founder of BombBomb. I started this crazy video messaging platform back in 2006, technically, is when we founded the idea of the business and got it going. I quit my day job in 2011. So I've been doing this just over 10 years. It's been a wild ride. Went from, you know, me and my buddy and, uh, you know, like three people to now uh, over 150 folks working mostly in Colorado in the U.S. and then and then in eight other states in the U.S. So, yeah, it's been quite an interesting time. Now, we, I think we have like almost 100,000 users too worldwide. So, it's crazy. Yeah. Lots of fun, lots of hard. <laughs> it's all both of those things. Most of the time. I got that. What have you learned in those 10, 15, 20 years growing your product from a hundred thousand users, like both as a CEO and as a person, what are some of those kind of formative things that you've really taken away as, as key learnings for you as you've grown? Yeah, gosh. I mean, there's a bunch of them, right? And I think they're cyclical, meaning that they they kind of come to you in these different... I, I think business has these different phases, either in its age or uh, size of em, a number of employees you have or number of customers you have, types of clients you have. I think, you know, we we endeavor to have a what we call a beachhead strategy in the beginning, right? That we 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 started in real estate. We, we found a good go-to-market strategy in that. I think we learned a lesson and I'll, and I'll unpack a bit on this in the, through the pandemic, the pandemic, I feel taught us a lot of lessons. I think that I can, I can kind of roll back into more recently, but we, we started with a beachhead strategy that we thought we just want to own something and make it very defensible. And so we found that our product, which is, if you don't know, bomb bomb, we, we make it easy for you to create video messages and anything you're using. So you can create video messages in LinkedIn, video messages from text, video messages in, in email. And if you're thinking, well, why can I do that already? Well, you can, but it's hard. <laughs> like this phone that I have right here makes huge videos that that don't how, how the recipient receives them is is kind of all over the place. We make that consistent. We, the experience for the recipient is where we focus most of our time and the trackability of that, the calls to action involved in that. But it's it's about video messaging. We believe that 
people have intrinsic value and that we want you to build more connections with more people more often. Uh, I think that's becoming more popular now, the personal versus the automated. And so that's what we do. But back then we wanted to create a beachhead strategy and just, just really defend that space. And we did that very well. We, we grew quickly to 50, 60,000 real estate users. And then we branched out in other verticals like mortgage, insurance, financial services, and then pandemic hit which we've all still kind of are still going through. And um, what happened in March of 2020 really was a rush to our service. So we had a huge, uh, I mean, we did our revenue goals for second quarter were met in the month of April, just by itself. So we had an explosive growth. And what that told us, you know, listen, I've been doing that at this, at that point for like nine years, I've been doing it for 10 now. And we thought, man, it's finally, the year of video. Okay. So for ever since I've started this business, it's been kind of the year of video. And, um, I think, but video has its own problems. People don't like how they look. They don't like how they sound and, and adoption sometimes is tough. And so we really work hard on that with our customers. We've, we've really gotten through that, but with the pandemic, it was like, man, everybody has to do this now. And they did. And so we launched and we thought now would be more of a time to go more horizontal that, that this is really for everybody and everybody's our customer. And so the lesson I learned is that, yeah, but we should have stayed true to our focuses. So people who we help the most with video messaging, maybe this is your listening, are, are people who work with people where, where repeat and referral business is a big deal. That I'm going to continue to transact with you over time is a big deal. Also, when a human being is necessary in the transaction, like it's a hard thing like planning your finances for your future or, you know, how do I buy this house or what kind of mortgage should I get? Or I'm building a new home. What's required of me. Those things require a human being to walk you through. So we crush it for people who are in that type of business, right? Cause we help them explain complex things through video. If I send you an email and it's black text and a white screen kind of just looks the same, but with a video, I can walk you through these things. So let, I just want to take it because that was a lot there. So I want to yeah. try to summarize that. So started this company, great traction in that core metric because the core metric really, or the core, the beachhead vertical. as you would call it, vertical, uh, really met that like outcome that you wanted. It's like, hey, like person or to person. user, yeah. Exactly. And then what I really took away from what you shared as it relates to communication and not just your product is that recipient experience. And so now where you guys crush it, it's using video for people to use as a tool to make sure that the recipient is having a good experience around the communication. Because you and I both know that it doesn't matter what I say if it doesn't land with the other person. And so one might say it's around human-centered communication. Would you say that's <laughs> kind of fair to say? That's right. You're, you're, you're feeding me there. Yeah, we, we recently uh, wrote a book called Human-Centered Communication and we hit the Wall Street Journal bestseller on that. It was a great book written by Steve Pastinelli, our CMO and our chief evangelist, Ethan Butte. And it really just centers on this idea that, look, if it the more complex the communication, the more necessary something like video is to deliver it, right? So we want to automate these things, but the more complex the communication, so if it's if it requires guidance, video is for you. And, and, and there is, look, a lot of people want to grab video and use it in sales. It's a great place to use video. They want to use it in customer success. Another great place to use video. But it's best used in those instances in any role, really, 
when it's a complex thing you're communicating, that show and tell is required because you can do screen share with our software. But more importantly, as we're looking at each other now, you get to see the, the person sending the message and human beings have this ability that our brains are, are, are taking in the information. When I'm looking at another human, for instance, if you can see my hands, our lizard brain, our ancestral brain goes, you can trust them. They're probably not hiding a weapon behind them, right? Like it's just these nonverbal pieces of communication that we lose the context. And when it's just text on black text on a white screen vis-a-vis email or social media, whatever that is. And I mean, we've all had a message that's been misconstrued, that's been taken the wrong way. That's typically when it's that type of communication, because if our brains can take the, the, the feedback, all the receptors in of their eye contact, how they emote, the tone of their voice, these all tell you, Anthony, something about how I'm trying to communicate to you right now, right? And so when we remove those things, we really put ourselves at a disadvantage. And that that's what we are all about. At our, and, and that's what we wrote the book about. And so, yeah, if I could tie it all the way back to that pandemic, I think everybody grabbed hold of it. But then at the same time, I think focus is really the key. And then staying true, we kind of got too broad in our approach. So if it's the lesson learned, right? That if you have people listening, the lesson I learned was sometimes the marketing conditions <laughs> can move you off of your path that was working very well. And you it's not a shiny object. I know that's used a lot, but man, all the indicators told us that, man, it's time to go big, horizontal, but we maybe lost, we got too broad in the problem we were solving. Does that make sense? Hey, sorry to interrupt. It's Anthony here again. I just wanted to let you know if you're enjoying today's episode, I'd love it if you could give us a review and a comment to let us know where you're listening from. It means a lot to us. It helps us with the algorithm. It also helps us get into the hands of more people so that we can keep bringing great guests onto the show. So please do that. Also, if you or your team are planning a strategic planning offsite coming up, please reach out to us. We'd be happy to see if we're a fit to facilitate, to support you and your team getting on the same page and getting clear about where you want to go. So you can visit smestrategy.net or click the link in the description. We'd appreciate both of those things. And now get us back to the episode. Yeah, absolutely. And why? So there's kind of two things like where we got kind of two simultaneous tracks. It's a good thing we got video to make it more clear. So one is there's the medium and the message. So that regardless if you're, if you're using video, but the, the reason that you guys blew up so fast was the pandemic and the environment around it took away a tool that people had. They relied on in-person communication because that was the only communication we knew. We still had to do our jobs. And so we had to say, hey, how can I replace this and replace? And I believe augment in a lot of ways. There's a lot of cool stuff you can do with video that asynchronous communication more effectively, but really making sure you got the medium and the message so you get the result. So that's one part. The other piece that I took away from lessons learned as I deal with a lot of CEOs in our strategic planning practice is March, 2020, some businesses skyrocketed and got so busy, some businesses really got crushed. It was kind of like a 50-50 mix. But what was both interesting is both cases was a reaction to market conditions. So even if you had a strategy, what happened in March, I try not to say the word because it doesn't go good for YouTube. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what happens to your strategy gets blown up. And so 
either way, you kind of have to. And it sounds like where you're at right now, Darren, is you're trying to like re get into your sweet spot so that you guys are still like outcome focused of where you really can provide the most value so that in five years or three years, you don't get so diluted that you become a commodity in the marketplace. That's it. You know, it's interesting when you think about the recipient, the message and like, and we kind of are doing this now in remote work. We're just taking what we did in the office. We try and make it happen in zoom. And I think that's wrong. We got to rethink how we're doing meetings and maybe the cadence of those meetings, zoom fatigue is real or whatever, you know, that fatigue is real. Now for us, it's kind of the same thing. People grabbed our video messaging product and they just applied it to what they were doing already because they couldn't do it anymore. And that is a problem. Okay. So look, if your sales communication messaging sucks, it's going to suck on video. Hope doesn't, it's the worst word I'll use. I promise. But you know what I mean? Like if it's, if that is not good now, it's video is not going to help it, but where video crushes it. And we know this, we've known this for, we've been doing this since 2006. There wasn't a, freaking camera in the iPhone when we decided to start this company. And so we help people when you have a complex message needs to be delivered. So yeah, it makes sense. Financial services, real estate, uh, insurance, mortgage, loan officers. That's who we've been and who we've been successful with. But then apply that to maybe who's listening. Yeah, your manager communicating to your team. Sometimes that gets complex. Product people talking to executives in their company about product roadmap, complexities in the product, friction in the product, things that need to be described and figured out. And that application I'm sharing there saves a ton of time. Back to that, how we do meetings today, is that the same way you've been doing meetings before? That has to change a bit. And I think we can save a lot of meetings by sending some videos that talk about some of these hard things. We used to be, well, it's, it's too hard, it's too complex. We gotta have a meeting and all talk about it. Or you could do a screen share with you captioned in it, talking about that complex thing, send it to those five executives or whomever it might be in the org, have that meeting asynchronously, right? And let them comment back on it. One of the things that we do is we transcribe the video as well. So right there, if you ever experience a bomb bomb video, you get the video and the next was the transcription. So you can dialogue and go through it and you can jump back and forth. So it's just a better, what we call more a human-centered way to communicate. So you get the feedback of the human being along with the context and text of the communication. We believe that's a better way to do that. So what we're trying to do now is really revolutionize the way people think about doing work in this more remote environment. Cause that didn't change. Everybody just stayed remote. We still are, but how can we do that differently? I think is the challenge now. I, I face that every day. Yeah, I got that. And I think it really, again, like not to plug the book, which I'm happy to do, but it's really around that human centered communication. And often people get so stuck on the what and they forget about the why. And so it's like, hey, we need to have this really long meeting or we're going to do our strategy off. I am going to communicate information. There's so many better ways to do it that if you're focused on the recipient versus focused on the deliverer, it can go way more. So for everybody listening, don't forget about the user. And that's why we're thinking about you is like, hey, how can this be valuable? So Darren, we're gonna switch gears a little bit. And I'd love to take us back to, let's say maybe the past like eight months, as your business has really started taking off and you get what I mean by that, what were some of the things that you had to kind of 
grapple with, like outside of the product in terms of growing and scaling a team? What were some of those aha lessons? What were some of the things that you're like, whoa, I never thought I'd encounter this, or this was a new problem that I never had to face before. And then how did you address it or how are you addressing it? Yeah, what's interesting is on top of that growth that we had, and we had challenges around that, but the challenge really was around people at the same time. 2021 for me is a very hard year because whilst we were having success, we also had challenges in the dynamics of our people. Many of you might be dealing with this. It was called the great resignation. And as people went remote, you know, our culture, for an example, was predominantly in office and how we experience each other is in office. But so we started to lose people. People were pursuing other careers. Um, the, the world for recruiting became flat. It used to be we competed against people maybe in Colorado and Denver and Colorado Springs and those cities and potentially in, in surrounding states. But rarely were we competing for talent out of San Francisco or New York or Cincinnati or, the, or Vancouver for that matter. So now people can still live in Colorado Springs, which has a better cost of living, by the way, than Palo Alto, but work for a company in Palo Alto, right? And so that became a struggle for us. And so what I try to, to combat that is, is use our own ability and what we know about our product to, to communicate with team members. So I would do add a girl videos or add a boy videos. I would send videos from myself to team members. I didn't get to connect with and see in the office as much and say, Hey, I, I saw that you did this. I just want to say, thank you so much. You're crushing it. Keep up the good work and just try and like do those check-in videos asynchronously. Cause I don't have time to meet with everybody, but I knew they needed to see me. Okay. So starting to do that more often. So and likewise, when someone new would come to the business, a new employee, I'd, I'd send them a video and say, Hey, thank you so much for choosing bomb bomb. We're glad you're here. We need you. We need your expertise. It's like a welcome to the business. And then I also implemented a Friday video. So I send a video to everybody at bomb bomb every Friday, updating them on what's going on in the business, what our goals are, how are we doing on our objectives? And, and just, and I kind of like, poll everyone, what kind of content do you want in the Friday video, right? Like it's kind of an all hands or a, a stand-up that I'd usually do maybe on a Friday. We used to have lunch together every Friday. Can't do that anymore. So how am I going to replace that FaceTime with everybody so they can see me, hear me, see the direction of the business, know what's going on with it. That disconnect became a problem. So I'm trying to combat that. And so far, got a lot of good feedback on those types of communications. But we continue now to do different things to try and bring that. How do we, how do we build culture now in this new paradigm that we're in? Yeah, I got that. So the, obviously the talent challenge, so creating a competitive advantage from a talent place. And one of the things that I really want to focus on is, you know, so there's the great resignation. So it means that there's a lot of resignation. They are resigned. They are away. And so when you resign, you're just taking a step back. Well, why is that? They're not connected. So how you, what I heard you do and what you're doing is doing more things to keep your people connected so they aren't resigned. Make sure right. that you as a CEO have that communication line so that people are engaged. And I really like that idea of doing like a weekly video to keep people in the loop. My wife's company, their CEO does a ask me anything once a month. And it's a great way to have that engagement to have that connection. So people feel connected to the company, because if you're just at home with no one else around, you know, you've got your cat or your spouse, 
it's not a great workplace, even though the work doesn't change. So Darren, where can people uh, connect with you? Where can people get your book? Where can they learn more about uh, what you guys do? Easy to find me. LinkedIn's the best place, honestly. Uh, LinkedIn, for slash Darren Dawson, you just Google me and I'm there or bomb bomb. You'll find me easily. Also, you can find the book anywhere you buy books. So Amazon, local book retailer, we're, we're there, we're everywhere. So um, that's been really well received. I think it was a timely book. Our first book was called Rehumanize Your Business. It's also a good read. I'll say one one thing I think that, the again, that happened during this time period that we all just lived through. Everybody went to automation in a big way. It's like, it's almost like an accelerated. And this this book, it's called Human Centered Communication, a response to digital pollution. And, and what, what we think is the digital pollution Escalated. So now if, if, after, after I get off this time with you, I'll just get a ton of inbound towards me. But it all looks the same, right? And, and that got even just crazier during the pandemic. And so now we're calling people back to being more human, more connected, more personal than ever because people still buy from people they know, like, and trust. And we want to help people walk through that. So that's why I get the book, I think. And that's why I think it resonated and went number one so quick that it just was timely. And so if you're dealing with that, I'd encourage you to check it out. Awesome. I love that. I think there's definitely a preponderance of digital uh, garbage. (laughs) And so getting overwhelmed with that. And I think leaders are dealing with that every day. So Darren, thanks so much for chatting today. It's been a blast. I just appreciate the time and, and great to meet you. Thanks for your energy. It was awesome. Thanks, Anthony. You too. So folks, my guest today is Darren Dawson, who is the co-founder of BombBomb. You can check him out, bombbomb.com. Check out the book. Uh, You know, I think that the world of technology is only going to continue. And so your ability as a leader to not only uh, survive through the clutter of electronic information, but make sure that you're connected with your people is going to be critical. So be sure to uh, develop yourself on that. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any great episodes as we support you in leading through that change. So uh, my name is Anthony Taylor. My guest today, Darren Dawson. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Before you go, I wanted to make sure that you knew about our signature course that'll help you better align your team and get them bought into your strategic plan. It's presented really simply that whether you're a seasoned veteran or brand new to strategic planning, it'll help you better understand it, it'll help your team think more strategically, and it'll help you better prioritize and set goals. Ultimately, it's going to give you a plan that you can execute successfully. If you have no idea how many plans that I see that look good, but are missing key components to make them successful, then we cover all of those missteps in the course. On top of all the video training, you'll get access to all of our workbooks and access to our knowledge base and community. The course is only $4.95 and you can get instant access to all of the videos. Plus you can use the code podcast for $100 off. The course comes with a 100% money back guarantee. If you don't get value from the course, let us know and we'll give you all of your money back. So go to smestrategy.net slash course. Use the code podcast for $100 off, and I'm really looking forward to the opportunity to support you and your team in getting alignment and moving your strategic plan forward. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.